Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Get 30% shorter average wait time. When you buy and book your appointment at DiscountTire.com, you can get 30% shorter average wait time in the store. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hey guys, welcome to the Bullhunter Planet Podcast. I'm Brian. Um, we're here with Chad, Laura, and Nash. And uh, how are you guys doing this uh, evening? Pretty good. Pretty doing, good. doing great. Doing good. good. Doing good. Carbon finally made it out finally. one time. Yeah, yes. you know. Got him on the podcast today. You Coming know. from Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long haul. How's, our, how's everybody's off season going so far? Well, just can't wait to get back out there, honestly, because, like... Carver just had a kid, so he's a little yeah. slow right now. <laughs> Real slow. Nice. Like, Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I had our second daughter, and uh, it was funny because you don't... For one, every year you don't get one, you just wait till next year, so... I mean, tag soup again this year. But yeah, I think both of us. Both of us. Yeah, it's a good old tag sandwich. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Now, is it this because is my first year in four years yeah, I can say that. So. Oh, but at least I mean, you can say I, it. I've had four good years. <laughs> Welcome right. to the club. Yeah. But yeah. are you guys, are you passing on deer, though? Are you seeing smaller deer and you're passing and waiting? Like, you, so you could have shot one, but, or is it you just didn't see anything? Like, Passed this year, last year, missed badly. Okay. So, you know, it, it'll happen, but. Yeah, what happened then? You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's just the, the was, funny about that story. Yards, right? what, had happened was. what happened was my cameraman was just eating—he was eating chips all in the no, but no, it was it was weird because we are sitting in a sitting in the stand and I had this deer pattern, and if you talk about like a perfect perfect moment where everything played out to the moment and just caught you off guard, that's what happened. I had the deer coming out at 4.35. I got up at 4 o'clock, started doing commentary, and all of a sudden a doe shoots across the food plot, and I looked to my right, and all I said was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I missed. Him. Just right over, <laughs> straight over the top of his shoulder. Didn't touch nothing. And it was like. How many yeah. yards? How many yards shot was it? 30. You know what? I've missed the deer at like 18 yards before. So. I got the video. That's I watched when the, the doe, video. though, that came in, right? Oh, the buck see, came in see, after listen, you're missing you, out on the story. So, the, so I missed the uh, doe first. Okay. Oh, man. Nobody really cared about the doe. You know? Nobody really cared about the doe. can't leave that out. Yeah, so I missed the doe first. I actually, you know what? <laughs> I missed the doe first. But, uh, you know, I don't like So, that. let me tell you the real story. <laughs> <laughs> so, he missed the doe, right? And he's his cameraman up here, you know, face level. He is, actually has a trail camera picture of this big buck walking by his trail cam picture in, in, the, uh, in his bait spot. And you could see those two in the background talking to each other. They have no idea this huge buck is behind them. <laughs> oh, wow. 
on on this trail cam. It's the it's coolest bad. thing in the world. Yeah. It's like you like you see us back there. Carvin standing up, talking to the camera, and there's this big buck just like standing right like, there, just standing right there. Nice, it's hilarious. That's so funny. But that's the one you were looking for that that whole year, and he was there, huh? It uh, again, like like for, for me, hunting was I was brought into this realm by by chat. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was us meeting in college and sitting here playing football and us and, and him just yelling out, you ever been hunting before? And then from here, from there, it just it shot off. It was just That's like, awesome. all right, now I got to get everything I see on TV. Cause right, I, don't, right. I didn't have anybody teach me. You know, I was like, I think uh, one time, it's like the second season, he took me out. I was watching, uh, like, how to bring deer in close, and somebody made this uh, – urine holder and it heats up the urine holder and i took it up to to chad like oh man look what i got i can put dough dough urine in here and it keep it to the real body temperature carvin's a sucker for inf- infomercials right oh, he yeah, stays yeah. up late yeah. banjo, banjo minnow minnow, minnow. Banjo banjo minnow. minnow. chatterbait That's awesome. banjo <laughs> minnow. well the chatterbait actually caught me a 62 inch muskie there you go. So, like I think you want to flip that around 26 inch. That's what I'm it was? Yeah, sure it, was oh. <laughs> it was a big muskie, though. But did you catch one? And by the way, it was a tiger muskie. You know what? It was pretty. It was really pretty in the sun. That's and nice. then when you look at it, it just kept getting longer. So, you know. Oh, I hate it. Was a, that was we a good chowder bait. Every too, year. So. That was Every a John bait. It was a beautiful fish. We, we like, again, it, it's funny because, like, you know, we all want everybody to be successful and have a good time hunting. But at the same time, it's funny because we're all competitive. And Chad's just super lucky. I can't lie about how lucky this kid is. <laughs> I when... see some deer that he passes, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. How does he? Because he hunts in Ohio, right? Yep, yeah. yep. They, they actually hunted. Actually, the one they got last year. Whose property was on their property? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, one we was going to pass on. It was yeah. like, what, 120-ish? Yeah, he wasn't yeah. that big. Yeah, we, we oh. put him on the not hit list, but, <laughs> nice. you know, Chad – Check but I think there was all right. <laughs> he, was, he was a shooter on the hit list. That's awesome. Uh, so how's your year going, Brian? Oh, uh, good. Yeah, I got an interesting year. Right? I got a, yeah, it was an interesting year. Opening day, um, opening day night. I had a, um, one of the bucks I've been watching all summer, and you know it was probably like a one twenty high one twenties. Good Michigan day. So for like a, a city buck, I mean it Heck was. Yeah. It's probably we could be here and we could get to this spot in probably twenty five minutes from here. Perfect. And um, where you red red town? Thank you. Can't divulge that. Yeah, somewhere Michigan. Really, really far. It's like a four hour drive. (laughs) On a mile road. But um, but yeah, it just uh, it came out and um, it it did. It 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 was funny because we David and I were uh, hunting together that the whole day and uh, we looked at the trail cam pics from the summer. And I'm like, it was like we patterned it at two different spots. And the spot he was hunting on and the one I was on. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this deer is like every other day. It's either one or the other, one or the other. I'm like, I think one of us is going to see it. I'm like, why why can't us? You know, why can't it be us? <laughs> why can't? And all of a sudden, man, and, and I had a doe come in from straight away. She came in and she came right down this one trail. And I was just about to pull back on her. And then something happened and she just didn't stop and she kept going, you know. And maybe 10 minutes later, this big buck comes walking in the same path. Stops where she did. All I had to do was go left, left or straight, and decides to turn right. Uh. So this deer turns right. It's at 42 yards, and I'm at full draw, and I let it let it fly right. But then I do the, you know, where, oh, where yeah. you kind of look, peak. where you don't like you don't follow through, and you, you look. And I was short, and the deer oh. ran off. And but later on in the season, I ended up uh, I ended up getting a, a, a ten point 
Um, but it wasn't, you know, it was probably in the one tens or something like that. But it was, uh, I mean, it's a whole other story in itself. Yeah. I, he busted me like a Friday night. Um, I hunted this one Friday. And it was supposed to rain. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to get there anyways, and I'm going to sit there. And so all of a sudden, here comes the rain, right? And the wind is just blowing and going everywhere. And I'm starting to get this hard. And I'm like, you know, I can't. If I shoot a deer now, I ain't going to be able to see the blood trail. I, I'm going to get down. Next thing you know, I turn to my right, and here's this deer just staring at me. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, at like 40 yards. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I don't even think they moved in this weather, yeah. right? So he busts me, takes off. And then that next Monday, the following Monday night, David and I went back out to the same spot. But this time I was angled that way. And I, I mean, I, I sorry, guys, I, I brought a crossbow. <laughs> so I brought my crossbow. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it, man. And, uh, don't say sorry. I was, it's legal hunting. I was set up, and uh, it was weird. He came out the same spot. Stopped broadside at 50 yards and looked right at me again. But this time I already was on him. I already yeah, hit the 50 yards, and I let it fly, and I, I got a heart shot on it. So I ran like 30 yards, and I got him. So, But it was uh, it was awesome. It was a great, you know, it's, it's not a monster trophy. It's not a 150, 160, or anything like that. But for me, it was uh, solid yeah. Michigan the deer, story, though. you know. That's like a good redemption deer. Well, it's yeah. only yeah. 10 minutes. For, I mean, uh, four hours from here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Can't be that. How about you guys? You you see a lot though. I or? did not have much of an archery season this we year. We had the wedding yeah, this we year. You know what? We actually did a lot more uh, of, of everything else. Like yeah. literally yeah. everything else. I mean, I, I literally only put probably two two weeks in bow hunting this year in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, two or three weekends I went down there and I, we didn't have any. We, we're trying not to shoot anything one forty right. or under, and you know a solid one forty. Oh yeah. And there just wasn't anything. I mean, we had a 130s, 135s, but no real shooters. Right. The whole season on camera. That's exciting, though, just yeah. to see them. A isn't lot it? of deer, though. I could not yeah. believe how many, like, 110s, 120s, 130s we had on the property. So mm-hmm. we're hoping next year is going to be spectacular. But we did a, We went out to North Dakota. That was awesome. I mean, yeah. we got in a Missed lot. that trip. A lot of ducks. <laughs> nice. A lot of ducks, a lot of sharp tail grouse, which you've never seen. Those sharp ones. tails. They so got hooked cool. on sharpies. That was did so you bring cool. some back? Yeah, I'm getting one mounted. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I, I, I've always, like, focused on deer hunting because I always made the excuse I want to master deer hunting. And I, mm-hmm. you know, with the kids and time away. And oh, yeah. I just never really, I always thought, okay, I'm not going to get into duck hunting because I'd rather be in the deer stand, you know. Mm. But really, if it's bad weather, yeah. isn't it better to be duck hunting? It Absolutely. Yeah. That's the best so you don't really want to, so mm-hmm. you don't want to deer hunt. So, so yeah. like, every time, it's kind of funny because my wife always says, like, if you pick up another sport, you got to drop one. <laughs> <laughs> so now right. it's like, now, you know, again, hanging out with these two, we average outdoor bow hunters, and all of a sudden we pick up a waterfowl, and like, you know, me and Laura, you know, we share a shotgun, and we really do good with it, you know. <laughs> and, not not yet that thing you know and it's like he won't let me engrave it with my name on it and it's funny because like (laughs) when you go first time going duck hunting it's not you don't have i have my bow hunt mindset on so i'm i'm quiet i'm I'm sitting here washed his gear you know you got people next to you oh light up a cigar you know practice your cause and now it's like what's going on it's it's a totally different mindset so now you're hurrying up to tag out so you can spend the rest of your season waterfowl hunting Oh, that's so cool. I was like, man, let's get a deer so I can just go sit down. Right. And, Honestly, know. like even like yeah. with deer, like gun hunting, if I'm in a, a deer like ground blind, it's a, I have a different mindset. I'm not as serious. I'm not. Yeah, you can move around. Yeah. Right, a you can move around a bit more. You get your chair. A log goes out. I can't but, do that. I gotta stay in tree stand. You know, I got it. I can do but both. If it's a certain uh, temperature, man. That heater is really nice. It is. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> no, it's, it's like nowadays we're trying to, because we do so much stuff. I mean, we're always doing something, whether it's fishing, fly fishing, yeah. trout fishing, oh, ice fishing, right. upland hunting. That's I mean, awesome. Like, what what, do you, what what hunt you got, got planned this year? Oh, we're going to Alaska. We just Alaska. did that. that, was, that what was are you going to cool. go for? We're going for our honeymoon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, like, I, I booked I it yesterday. I meant, like, what animal are you going <laughs> for? Oh, we're going fishing. Yeah, right. okay, so cool. we're, going, we're going fly fishing, actually. Wow. So. We're going. Cool, <laughs> yeah, about, like, I just booked it, and the guy laughed at me when I booked it yesterday. He was like, "Wait, you're doing? You're doing a honeymoon? A honeymoon? Here? Uh-huh. Just to <laughs> exactly. let you know. I mean, it's not like. Uh... <laughs> I know. I told my wife that. You just look at your wife like, "Where did I go wrong? <laughs> right. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it's funny. The guy that we booked it with, he's like, you know, I'll send you some pictures. You know, make sure your wife knows what she's getting into. And she's like, well, she actually found your place, you guys, so uh, she so knows. <laughs> Now, have no. you guys have you ever thought about um like like elk hunting or moose hunting or yes. I have yeah. I have I'm actually That's, trying yeah. it this year. Hey guys, Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your stories. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story. There's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey, enjoying the hunt. You're listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, powered by Vanguard Outdoors. Let nature surround you and be a part of this amazing heritage of bow hunting. Now, on to the show. So, I uh, got a couple of buddies who are, uh, again, avid and outdoors and we uh, set a date already for the second week of September for elk, for elk. and it's over the counter. So it's over the counter Iowa, and it's uh, over the counter um, Colorado. Oh, so wow. it's like a group of people going. So I, I'm one of probably four, and, I, awesome. and so it's like this is gonna be like this is my dream. So now it's like I'm, I'm talking to a buddy of ours. We play college ball with his name is mike mike collins and he works for g5 and he's telling me everything i need to do first thing he says well you're gonna have to walk a lot so you might want to <laughs> start look, now you know, you know, i'm trying you know i'll cut down on the third meal or two <laughs> you know and i was like you sure there's no 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 back country roads we can take a you know, <laughs> rv up to something i got my my yearly subscription to planet fitness nice. and i'm ready to go now are you gonna bow hunt or bow hunt Bow hunt, yeah. See, I always, I always want to bow hunt, but then the first time I always thought, well, maybe I'll get one with a gun, right? right? Just take it easy on the first one, make sure I get one. Yep. Getting out there, and yeah. Yeah, Joel and them, they just went out there, and he had his elk twenty yards from him. Yeah, and wow. he was with a gun. He's like, man, I wish I had my bow. Right. And he mm-hmm. said it was the coolest thing in the world, but that's definitely on the bucket list. Yeah, that's a right. Absolute yeah. bucket list hunt. No, I had some people uh, that I work with that went to Alaska, and they went fishing, and yeah. uh, they did. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna murder this name. I'm sorry, but it's a uh, halibut. Hal- halibut. Halibut. Yeah. And then they also went salmon. Yeah. Yep. But the halibut, they said that barn doors. They said it was like um, it's weird how they do it. Like you can, it's there's a rule there where you have to catch your your smallest fish first, and then you're, there's like a, a way that really? you have to do it. And it's hmm. and I'm sorry because you can whatever it is 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 either the biggest fish. First, whatever it is, you can catch a ton of the bigger ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, 
is harder to catch or something. I would so imagine smaller ones usually because if it's anything like perch or any other fish, the small ones go crazy. Yeah. Well, I right. wonder, like, there was – I was watching something. There was something that, that with the There was yeah. something well, they different. Were, I apologize. Were, I don't remember which species it was, but, like, the bigger fish, they had to let go because those were the breeders, but they could keep the smaller right. fish. So maybe it's something like that. Something like that. Like that. Like yeah. You can keep, keep one or the other one, but you can't catch the big one until you catch a certain one a certain size. Really? Yeah, it was something funky. Interesting. We'll have to ask them. But they said it was – I mean, the – Tasted awesome, they said. Yeah, yeah. that's it was what unbelievable. That's what we're hoping. I don't think I ever tasted halibut. They're huge though, and they're well, hard. Like, maybe I'll take try. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They call them barn doors. Yeah, <laughs> I heard huge. it. That you gotta definitely do that. I heard, and then the trout. Yeah, the yeah. guy said, you know, we're fishing, and there's like grizzly bears like down the stream, right? And and you just gotta always be aware and this and that. But he said yeah. it was really awesome. That's what. Really yeah, cool. where we're going, we're gonna do one fly out, and he said that the bears will be like really, really active and eating yeah. at that time. So that we should be able to see some bear yeah, while we're so fishing. we're doing so, yeah. we're doing a halibut, and and then we're doing three trout salmon charters. Oh, so cool. two and then one fly out. So one fly out, they go they take you on the float planes in the middle of you know they do a little bear tour. You do mm-hmm. like you know a little bit of that, and then you're just fishing trout way out That's in the middle cool. of nowhere. So uh, you said you fly fishing. What yes. you, which one are you fly fishing for the trout? All salmon trout. Okay. And then halibut is halibut in, on the sea. Deep sea. Deep right. sea. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, all right. So any so no all rivers. Some rivers and deep sea. All rivers and then the halibut's deep sea. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fly gotcha. out. Some I read sometimes the flyouts they'll do it on lakes, like smaller. That's lakes. what so I thought. It It'd be like freshwater lakes. Okay. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Fly fishing is freshwater. Yes. And then when we do halibut, that'll be seawater. Sea so you put so. you could hook into some monster pike up there. Yes, yes, actually, that's what I want to go yes. do yeah. so bad. So they, oh, that's, really? that's the one thing they really push out there is their pike. Yeah, best eating yeah. fish in my they, opinion. They said their pike is just which I mean, all season us, long. Like, you get in pike. They, they're crazy about pike out there. I think they're really big about pike out there. Best fight, best fighting fish ever. Like, I'll say I don't ever heard anyone talk about Alaska and pike before. That's that's and that's what I was going to ask. Like, I didn't either until I started researching this stuff. And it's like your pike is great this time of year. It's like. <laughs> like, it's like an everyday fish yeah, for us. Like, we're like, no, yeah, we're going yeah. for the same right. trout. Yeah, you're you like, know. no, don't worry about that. Get That's the bike. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you guys done any ice fishing yet? Or oh, you... oh, yes. Well, we live on Cotton Road in Jefferson. Oh, so yeah, okay. Our, our house is like a parking lot. Right. Literally, like, I think I've had people park there because we had like 12 cars on our. Right. Like, who are these guys? I got my you know, gear. You know them? <laughs> so, yeah, we've been out there every weekend. We have a lot of people over there. I get the reports every, every day. You That's know, cool. people are out there, so it's nice. But it's been the best year we've ever seen. Yeah, the I biggest, mean, biggest fish. Insane. Like, it's big been numbers. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I hope it don't stop. Awesome. <laughs> right. There's probably no ice now, though, right? Oh, yeah, there's plenty uh, of ice. There's still Is about there? 12 inches out yeah, there. Right oh, there. perfect. Yeah, there's still, some. Yep. you got to watch <laughs> where you step in some spots because where there's yeah. drainage right. water, you know, water's coming down. When we were younger, we used, to go, we used to go ice fishing, and uh, David's dad used to take us. And we didn't have a shanty, and we had a bucket. we go to Metro Beach, and. Yep. Dude, we were young season. kids, yeah. man, and we we'd freeze. We're like, Uncle yeah. Mike, can we go in now? Can we go in? And, and we weren't the best fisher person, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we weren't catching yeah. much, but it was those are a lot of good memories, you know. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. One yeah. time, I think it was in a shanty, and it was well. They it was say so like, much cool I just actually read an article yeah, yesterday yeah. about not so clear like back you know? in the day. They never, no one had shanties, right. you know. They bucket fished, 
Yeah. And yeah. so that you couldn't stay out there that long. Like, yeah, even he, though, whether he we've did had this for year. some reason, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So but, now everyone has a shanty and they go out there. That's why there's so yeah, many. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Even, it's sure. more than shanties out there nowadays. Right. Right. You should yeah, see yeah. something. Like, I was looking at one that looked better than my house. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe some of the prices on them, though. I went to that new Cabela's pass and it was like five dollars $600. I'm like, yeah. wow, like, these are, maybe that's cheap. Warm. I don't know, you know. No, that's, that's but, up there. That's I mean, you can get a good one right. for about 300 bucks. That's pretty cool, though. My Uncle Mike, though, he used to be the guy that would kind of test the limits with the ice and he'd be the guy that would be jumping from you know when it was floating away he's like yeah, yeah. maybe he really shouldn't be out there anymore standing on the edge yeah. of the ice he was that guy right <laughs> so I don't think he ever had to be rescued but he, he loved it that much you yeah, know it was pretty it's cool fun. it's definitely a good activity when you obviously can't get out and mm-hmm. bow hunt you know it's something to do get outdoors yeah right, last couple sure. of years it's like we did a lot of more we did we st- we guided pheasant hunts all, all winter because there was no ice mm-hmm. so we were doing that this year it's like we've just been ice fishing at Right. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah, you're right. I think awesome. last year was a bad year for it. For last sure. two yeah. years. That's why yeah. I think the fish are so yeah. big. They've had mm-hmm. two years where they haven't really got caught yeah. over the wintertime. Right. So now that's true. And that's my here. theory. I don't know what's going on, but every forum you talk to, everything you see is just yeah, the like Lake St. Clair perch is... They've been Saginaw it's, Bay and the We canceled our Simcoe been, trip. They've been killing mm-hmm. the walleye up yeah, there. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's insane. You so, always like... Even on Lake St. Clair. Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Lake St. Clair has been getting walleye too, which walleye, ice fishing. It's just well, awesome. It's, it's, it's really, yeah. yeah. Have Lake you guys St. ever Claire's tried awesome. to spear pike before? Oh, I heard yeah. that. We speared one last week. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much every time we go every out, we go at least out. get one pike. Now, do you, have to, one, you have to lure them in with something and then see them and then you. A lot of times they'll come into whatever you're fishing for the perch for, mm-hmm. but sometimes um, a lot of people will throw a decoy down there too. And oh, okay. The, per- the perch actually come in the decoy as well, so it works both ways. Huh. Pulls your perch in, and then pikes will usually come really by and check it perch, out too. So. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, my limited experience, we used to do minnows or waxworms. Is it mm-hmm. still? That or the schools, it's like we have the minnows down there, but when the schools come in, it's just spoon and bead. Because, oh, okay. I mean, it's that they that come fast. and go that fast. Yeah. It's like you'll come and you'll catch twenty in two wow. minutes. You know, yeah, and it's if like, you're trying to bait a hook, yeah, you're. It's wow. not, you're gonna they're catch gone. Too. Yeah. I yeah, hope it's gone. still like that when I go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Well, that's fun times, but yeah. So, um, do we want to talk about your missing it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it 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 was again me rushing and just basically. Dropped like not been. I can tell you everything. You always. It's kind of funny. Oh, I, you're right. You, those are the. They always, you, don't you always. You always. Even in any kind of sports game, when you're really competitive, you would never remember your wins, but you always forget your. your you'll never forget your losses. Yeah. And all right. it's like, now it's like, well, I missed them, so I didn't hurt them, so to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. So now, where, this did, year, where did I'm, you guys play football? at? Northern University. Oh, cool. Yep, so I know that. Midland, Michigan. That was, nice. That's where it all started at when we before we had all this high tech <laughs> stuff and right. it was kind of funny because Chad and I what he got me into fishing and now uh, the first time he took me fishing was right behind our university was the Tibawasi River and we left off the campus and drove right to the to the water and I said well you know, let's fish I said where's the bait at and he throws me a pack of rubber worms. I'm like, well, what's this? You know, I'm like, what's this bait? And I'm like, I, I grew up on the Detroit River. I'm straight line and chicken livers. Like, right. <laughs> like, where's the bait at? And so it's like, it's just again, it, again, it's just teaching, teaching me and learning and me trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, just again, competitive nature's come in. It's like, you don't eat anything off that river because it's probably <laughs> right. radioactive. Yeah, but That's funny. probably Dow chemical. 
the best smallmouth fishing you can ever hope for. I remember him right. catching a catching a pike, monster pike. He was young, man. We didn't have a fish finder. I think we we printed out maps of of the lakes like, and tried to laminate and laminate them. <laughs> nice. and that was our fish finders. It is well, funny the old days. <laughs> yeah, fourteen foot jumbo. Well, yeah, yep. tipping that over, just slamming. Big guy fish. be moving a little bit. You're like, oh man, man. Yeah, I can tell you every lake up there, Midland. That's cool, man. But it's it is because then now because Chad's uncle has property, his family has property up in up north, and and it just trickles over because we go up there now too, and it's like it's even better because we got a group of people we go up to with. So now it's like you know we go we go like uh, uh, upland hunting and and coyote hunting and deer hunting up there so this year i'm really looking forward to it because now we we both say we all said we're going to put a lot more time invest in that and go up there this year because it's some big deer up there because after they had that uh what was that restriction yeah antler point, point restriction up there everybody's been gone so not just growing like crazy right. up there mm-hmm. how do you guys feel about that you i i'm kind of leaning more towards i think i'm leaning more towards the one buck rule now in Michigan. that's the biggest yeah. thing i mean really I think the antler point restriction has helped, but I think one buck would be just huge. They need to do one buck and earn a buck. I thought about that. The ratio is out of control. I thought about that as a hunter standpoint of, like, everybody don't think of QDMA. Like, when I got into hunting, I didn't grow up with it. You know, I wasn't, I didn't grow up with the term, if it's brown, it's down. You know, I I grew up into the QED. I, I came into it when QDM just started coming off right. and i was all about that one buck one buck why can't michigan be like iowa or right. ohio we have the the uh the, the we have the potential to do right. it why can't we do it and then i met a farmer you know and he's like yeah you can you can think of it that way but thinking of my way when i have all these mature bucks tearing up my apple plants and i can't get a harvest so now I'm like, what? Well, I didn't think about that because I'm not right. a farmer. I just want better quality deer, better genetics to spread. So Michigan would never probably do that because they lose so much money. Yeah, yeah. That's but true. I about that. if they just raise the prices of it to say, hey, you can get a buck, but if that second buck's gonna be pricey, right. but that doe, that doe's gonna be a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People start thinking about it. Like, well. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I was right. <laughs> in an area that you guys um, hunt. Is the whole area follow that rule as well, yes. or just it's is there so many acres? The or? county, it's yeah, Emmett County. County. It's it's probably the big most restrictive county there is because a lot of a lot of people didn't do the rule this year. Mm-hmm. We we started it and we we still have it. So it's like on the fourth year, I think. Oh, that's cool. of it right now. So I mean, it's starting. It's just so many doe still. Right. You know, it's. It's hard to see rut when you have that many doe. Like that's why I love Ohio because you go down there, and you see twice as many bucks as doe because it's the rut. Right. You know, it's like you see a doe, you're gonna see a buck, mm-hmm. and you can call them, you can rattle them in. And there's so many bucks down there chasing. They're chasing. There's right. The competitive nature. Mm-hmm. You know, they they build testosterone on these things because it's so competitive. But here it's just like there's. I mean, my I hunt an opening day here just to hang out with my uncle and stuff for deer camp. Because I haven't been there for a while, so uh, I seen fifteen doe in one morning, and one but or one spike. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, we had a, a kind of a crazy story this year um, where we hunt with David at this airport, and uh, and it was uh, this doe must have been in heat, and this big oh, he told me big buck that. was yeah. not leaving there, yep. and there was two other bucks. I mean, uh-huh. I 
I felt like I was in Ohio or yeah. something. That's how they, because he he was not leaving her side. You know? I know. Yeah. And she he was there, and the other two kept coming in, and he'd run them run off, them and off. they'd come back and run them off, and it was so exciting. It's yeah. exactly how it That's is down there. And dude, yeah. I was on the other side. They didn't even know it was there. Yeah. And I was like fifty yards away, but it was like so cold, and I'm talking to them, <laughs> and they're like, "No, come in. We'll come up with a plan." So I went all the way back around, come back with a plan. And their plan was to climb or to crawl. Um, not downwind, upwind. Oh no! Right, so the wind's blowing <laughs> Auntie's deer, and it didn't matter. They didn't no, care. Yeah. it was so it was amazing. amazing. Like they're doing everything wrong. They're yeah. they're crawling over <laughs> yeah. to this deer, and the wind's blowing right at this buck, and he doesn't even like. They didn't care. Yeah, they don't care. It was amazing. I and the only reason yeah. in the end because they both got shots at this like one forty buck, yeah. right? <laughs> Which I don't you know. I don't even know if they've ever told this story. Hmm. But uh, they I've, both got yeah, shots. I've heard it offline. I've never heard it. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> they might not post this. Uh, sorry, man. This is your first <laughs> one. You might not even hear it. But, um, but once the doe got up and she was gone, they they were gone. He yeah. was gone. The other bucks went this way. But wherever she – if she would have came back yeah. and hit, she would have Some, stayed. You know? Something crazy. I learned down there. It was amazing. The past couple of years hunting is you're not calling a buck off a doe. I mean, it's hard. Right. right? So call the doe to you. Right. That's how I got my buck last year, and I've had you know my buddy Joel. He's he's got numerous bucks that way. You know, you call the, if you can get the doe to you, the buck's following. Right, that's you know? for sure. I've we seen we it. spook does, and they busted us all the time, and the buck doesn't even he doesn't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. He does not care. He's just gonna follow that doe. That's the second time I've ever experienced that. Yeah, and it was I'm like when everyone says and and we used to have a guy when I would be at work, and our biggest thing was October first. We're going opening weekend. We're yeah. going. We're going. We're going. This is our trip, right? He's like, what are you guys doing? He's like, Cause you're just wasting. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, this is our trip. He's like, dude, go at the end of October, early uh-huh. November. Like, you're totally wasting all your time. And now that I'm older, I'm like, man, that guy, he's I did right. This, I did the same thing. I used to be so gun ho when I first started. Like, we'd, fit, we'd hunt every day the same stand. Like, every day I was just out there. And I see a couple here and there, and then I wouldn't see a deer the rest of the time I was right. out there. We'd have so, weekends. We'd yeah. see one. You'd be like, "Oh my uh-huh. god, I've seen a deer!" You know. Yep. We don't touch our property until usually Halloween or the week before Halloween. Oh, okay. And that's that's when we go down there. I would. I want to bring up a, a thought about that because every time when I went down to Ohio um, for the the weekend, I did go down there during the rut. You know, I seen activity, but I with the with the introduction of Michigan buck pole. You see a lot more bucks posted, and every time I seen bucks posted, it was early in the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is it that early in the season their guard is down? They're used to their patterns, or like, because I said I told myself if I ever go back down to Ohio, because I kept listening. We we yeah. all got in, we leased the property, and the person we leased it for, he kept saying, you know what? Oh, just wait to come down, wait to come down. And then when I wait to come down, I seen deer, but not shooters. But you go back and look when pictures are posted, and it's early season. Right. So that's so a good point, actually. I'm telling myself, like, did I, next year if I do that, I'm going to go down early season. I'll have right. the pattern. Yeah. Right, because you know? if you get them early, I think, I really do believe if you get them the first week, it, so week that's and a half, yeah, I, I, and in and out of food, I think you, that's a good time as well. I think. I've had somebody tell me that he's just really avid, avid hunter. He, he said, go down opening weekend, and then don't go back down until the right. rut. So, like, opening weekend is, is September 27th. That's early. I mean, right. oh, yeah. it's a good chance that they're gonna be they're gonna be totally calm. There's no pressure. Right. Like 
hit them the first weekend, yes. maybe second weekend, then after that, don't touch I've it. I've always had, like I rut. said, I've always had really good luck the first week. Yeah, like, like a really good opening point. day, I seen it was awesome. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah I, I you're right that, on that. I, think. I, I just I'm gonna try it. I haven't tried yeah. it yet down there. Again, it, it was kind of weird going on there because when Chad took me down there, he said, "Hey, we're gonna hunt Ohio," and I'm thinking oh, Ohio is flat land, you know. And we drive like three hours down there, and I'm like, it's kind of hilly, you know. <laughs> mountain. It's mountain, so we and we do all this work, and I'm still in my Michigan mindset, you know, put a food plot up, I hunt over food plot. And then, you know, he's over here harvesting bucks, but he never tells you to hunt the ridge, so he's keeping secrets to himself. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know, how did he tag out so quick? Right. You know, so you, it's different. You learn. It's, it's funny because, like, down there, you can rattle. First time I ever used a rattle, and I got a response from it. You know, I had awesome. a deer come check me out. Here, you oh, might have I've deer run up. All the time, I'm excited. Yeah. I see all these yeah. videos, and oh, then he's, I'm like, shh. You know, they take off. Yeah. Yeah. One 30-inch rattle you take up in a tree with. Yeah, you think in Michigan, like, you're right. Let's do it. You know what, though? Every time, every season, I think this is the year I'm going to rattle one in. I don't know. You know what I mean? In Michigan, right? Go down to go down Ohio because it works. I, I, I rattled my my first time hunting Ohio, three, like three, four years, or hunting that new property that I was on. Uh, very first time, October 24th. I still remember the date. I rattled in the biggest buck I ever it had to be 160, 170s. 180s. Buck. Yeah, 180s. Mm-hmm. The thing was huge. It had wow. 15, it had six brow tines. Oh my god! I mean, it, we call him the moose. Moose. He was just—he was a giant. Still you. Did, did you end up getting him? No. So he—I rattled him. I rattled <laughs> I like, him in. I don't even know. If, some days you—you you can't even pull your bow back. Oh, that's what right? happened. I mean, this is my like first big experience with a with a serious sized yeah. deer, and I was in this 15 foot ladder stand. It was like the old man stand that used to go up there, and it had one of those gun, you know, those uh, gun crossbow rails, right, or gun rails on it. And it was all saplings right here. It, it was the only tree that you could put a stand in. It was just thick. We had a lane cut here, a lane cut in front of us, and a lane cut to the right. Rattled him in, and you could see, you knew it was him from as, as for the first time you put your eyes on him. He was like 300 pounds on the hoof. Wow. I mean, he was yeah. just, just massive, just stomping in, ground shaking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, was, yeah. he was huge. He was 15 yards. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. He's two yards away from my lane. So I go and I go to pull back. And my bow hit the railing just a little bit. Just think, just made that little noise. And I froze, and he's just looking at me, looking at me, like had side to side, side to side, and just got a whiff and just booked. Wow. I cried. Just that one noise. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I cried. It's two yards from, I mean, I was right. shaking. My heart was like coming out of my chest. Right. I don't know if I could have even shot from 15 yards away. Right. Call me crying. I was Literally freaking. Crying. I was crying. Yeah. I'm bawling. Was, hey. Some minute, sometimes that happens. Other times yeah. they come in and you're, you're all calm. It's like, it's so weird. Yeah. It, it, so. it hurts me so bad when I see somebody post a picture and, you know, not a drop of camo on, sitting with a <laughs> cigarette in their mouth. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Do you doing? see the guy that shot a deer this year in? 30-point buck. No, not that one. He no? was in a blue Care Bear suit, a blue Care Bear onesie. And I don't think it was a buck that he shot. I think it was a doe. But still, he shot a deer out of a tree stand in a blue Care Bear onesie. He turns around to the camera. And he's like, it doesn't matter what kind of camo you got. Are you <laughs> like, kidding me? Just, I got to yeah. see this video. It was <laughs> a Care Bear. I mean, that's kind of. Maybe it was the blue. Well, it's a blue. They, they, they can't, they see, can't blue. say blue, they but can't still. They can't see blue. You're, we're, I don't we're know. spending That's how much money smart. on all these different blue. camos. This looks like got blue in it. <laughs> can't see blue. That's a good point. Hey, thanks for listening to Bowhunter Planet. We appreciate it. I'll catch you guys later.
Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hilti. The time for compromise is over. Revolutionize your toolkit management and job site productivity with Neuron, Hilti's new all-in-one cordless tool and battery platform for professional contractors. Intelligent 22-volt batteries deliver unmatched power for light- to heavy-duty jobs while collecting data insights to help you make more informed decisions, control costs, and find tools faster. Neuron, one cordless platform for all.